Thanks to Andy and to Dan, the pastors of the church, and to the elders of this church for giving us this opportunity to share with you this morning. I can't, it's difficult for me to put in words how special I feel standing on this place. For me, it's holy ground. I come here uh, not that often lately, but I see some familiar faces and uh, Thank you for coming all this morning. The word of God in uh, early verses in Revelation says, blessed is the one who read and the one that heard the word of this prophecy. So today we're going to be blessed. We're going to read and we're going to hear the word of this uh, prophecy, what the Bible has to say. And God bless you all as you're listening. And God bless you all that you follow online. Uh, I mean, it's too obvious. I'm very handsome. That's a good start. Good ice breaking. This morning, walking out of the hotel, I just did my final look in the mirror. <laughs> we all do. Come on, we all do. And the thought that came to my mind was, goodness me, you're handsome. If, if the second thought was, if I can put some more effort, I mean, to grow a bit of hair and birth, I can look as handsome as Pastor Dan. <laughs> but one Dan is enough. And one you is enough. When uh, uh, John the Baptist was asked who you are, are you this, are you that, he said, I am the voice. Today, it's very important for all of us, each one of us, to be what God called us to be. Not to be a copy of someone we like, not to be a copy of someone that society says this is right, but to be what God says, what God asks us to be in the fullness, to be a voice, not echo. And God has a message to say to this society for such a time as this, through all and each one of us. Uh, we bring you warm greetings from Macedonia, three churches at the moment, oases in Macedonia. We're looking forward for some growth. It's not easy, but it's fun. We are pushing and we see the faithfulness of God every day. Uh, we live in challenging days and uh, everybody is talking about uh, various type of crisis. We have uh, uh, crisis of peace, we have economy, we have all the context. And when they ask how is in Macedonia, we don't feel any difference. It's crisis all the time. So we are used to on that. But God is faithful. God is faithful and uh, he, he is passionately, uh, actively dreaming of joined with us in this venture that we call life. He wants not, us not to go alone. Oftentimes we are too busy and too many things to do and we're forgetting about him. We just pray. Actually, we are just informing him with our to-do list. This is what you should do and I'm off to go. But he's asking for some fellowship. So I use this 
opportunity to say thank you to the worship team that was leading us into his presence. Thank you guys for not performing, but worshiping. Very important thing to spend time with Jesus. Very important thing. So what I'm going to read this morning, and I think it's uh, uh, for all of us a message that is, uh, I, I dearly speak about this because when I chatting with Pastor Andy, he told me that uh, uh, you are into the theme of arise and shine. How great is that to arise and shine in such a time as this? when people are looking for answers. So, I'll speak about Elijah and Elisha. By some cases, those are the names of my boys, of our boys. Elijah is 20 at the moment, and Elisha is nearly 12. So, it's very dear to me to speak about this character. So, please put your belts on. In the next two, three hours, we're going to have some journey. At the end, I, I, I guarantee you, you're going to love me. Second <laughs> uh, Kings chapter 2. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. The Lord has sent me to battle. Uh, I'm going to read and I'm going to chat through because this is going to be our journey together. And, and, and the picture I want to paint is that uh, our relationship with Jesus. If we take Elijah as a character for Jesus and if we take Elisha as me, we are safe. We have this fellowship and Jesus is leading us through. So they came to Gilgal. Gilgal is a place when we read in the Bible when the uh, uh, people of God went out of the boundary of slavery in Egypt and entered to the promised land before they went to Gilgal. And the generation that was born into the desert was circumcised on this place. And the Bible says this place Gilgal, in our translation, is a circle. It's a place when spiritually we come and we're just spinning around. Same old each week. Sunday to church, Wednesday for life group, Thursday for prayer meeting, Sunday to church, on and on. And for most of us, it's a happy place. Oh, it's lovely. We have a great time together. And Jesus is telling us, you can stay here. Same on. Same on. Another thing that Bible is saying about Gilgal is that manna stopped there. And the people of God ate the fruit of the land. Which means that spinning around... And going in circles, we stop living on heavenly revelation and we live on earthly philosophies or maybe earthly religions. Sounds good, sounds correct, but it's kind of empty. And I believe that this empty feeling God is giving us to taste it 
just to know that there is something more if we keep on going. But we are facing this question, this challenge, are we going to stay here? And Elijah said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to battle. I think that good decision for all of us is if we dare to believe God and trust him to go into our, into our full potential. Because he has more. More for me, more for you, and it's at hand. Only if we are willing to make a step of faith and walk towards his promises, towards his blessings that he placed on this journey along the way that we can reap this harvest full of blessings. Because we just sing that he is faithful, that he is true, that his mercies endured forever. That is difficult to see it in the fullness if we just go in a circle. Same old, same old, same old, months, years, all life. Elisha said, I'm going to the end. So they came to battle. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elisha, Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. They arrived to Bethel, and even the Christian brothers said, you are fine here. You don't have to endure all the trouble of pursuing God to the end. It's fine. Stay here. He will go anyway. Battle is a picture, and we read about that when Jacob was fleeing from his brother Esau, and on his journey to his uncle, he took a break to this place, slept, and had this dream, the stairway to heaven. Angels of God are ascending and descending to that stairway. And he said, surely this is, where, this is the house of God. This is where God lives. A big dream. And uh, the question for us is, what kind of dream, maybe with S at the end, we have? big, small, what we are dreaming for. To get a promotion to job, to clear the mortgage, anything practical, or we dream big dreams, seeing heaven open. I'm coming to the New Testament when it was a picture of the Holy Spirit and a prophecy from the Old Testament in Joel, when it says, in the end days, in the end times, I'll pour out my spirit on all creation. Your old men will have dreams and your young children will have visions. I'm paraphrasing this, but you know the verses. I hope. 
your old man will have dreams doesn't mean that you go home, you snooze, and you say, oh, Ooh, lovely. But it's no matter, your, no matter our age, we will dream big, achieving things for God. Because if you are here, God still has something to do with you. You still can be used. And if you don't dream, it's you or me, I'm excluding myself from what God wants to do. God is gentleman. He does his thing. But if you are not willing to cooperate, he uses someone else. And in one instance he says, friends, I'm going to use stones to worship and praise me. That will be interesting. But it will be shameful for us because we are created to worship and to praise him. Not to wait for stones to shout out hallelujah. So, it's not a problem if we keep on going to have these dreams. And even our enemy doesn't have an issue with that for us to dream big. Only if we stay there on just dreaming. So Elijah, look at Elijah and says, listen, you can stay here, keep on dreaming, and have a great life. Tell others about your big dreams. And Elijah said, no, there is something more for you, for me. I feel it, and I'm going for it. And he replied, as surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets to Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from, your, from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, but do not speak of it. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Jordan. So here they are coming to Jericho. And Jericho, we read, is the first place that the, the children of God had to conquer entering the promised land was very, very, very big. It's the same when we decide not just to dream, but to fulfill our, our dreams, we are facing with this challenge. Are we? Are you sure? You want to keep going? You want to keep pushing? And this is too big to be moved. So what for me and what for us, and actually the Bible says what for men is not possible, for God it is. And we can stand and we can say, Lord, you gave me these dreams. Yes, they are big. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, maybe it's looking impossible. But with you, things are possible. Give me the victory. Some of us here, Maybe all of us, that will be great. But some of us here had, had seen how God performed the impossible into possible. And that's a good story to be told. That's a good story to told ourselves. He did it once, he did it twice, he'll do it again, no matter what. We take decision to go to the end, but that decision will be always be challenged. Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane and he prayed and he said, Father, not my will, but let your will be done. 
And then was, after Gethsemane, was the Calvary. Testing of your decision. Are you going to the end? Jesus did it. And he won it. So if we want to win, we have to keep on going and making these steps of faith each and every time. Always looks harder, always look more complicated, but always God is making a way. Always. So here they are in Jericho. And we know how Jericho finished. The, was too big, but the walls collapsed. God did it. And God did it then for them, and God will do for us today. And God will do for you when you face your own spiritual Jericho. Even the Christian brothers to Elisha said, you can stay here. This is this becoming crazy. It's, it, it's, it's come on. Be realistic. Think. Use your logic. Slow down. But I believe here are crazy enough people that will not stop and just keep on go going and keep on pushing. That is what is changing the environment of Derby. I think was one of the motto of Derby previous, changing the, the environment of our city, transforming the atmosphere of our city. This is actually what is transforming the atmosphere of our city. Hope Center is transforming the atmos atmosphere of, of our city. Uh, things that started like crazy, like oof, and grew and reached far and wide that cannot be planned in the office, but making steps toward achieving the dream and enduring with all the tests that are coming along the way. So they kept on going and we keep on moving and uh, he replied, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I'll not leave you. So two of them walked on. Fifty men of the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what can I do for you before I'm taken from you. Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it will be yours. Otherwise, not. Jordan was the place of a spiritual vision. Jordan was the place where the baptism took place for Jesus and for many disciples which means is a place where I die for myself and I start living really for him. But I have to see it. The Holy Spirit came on Jesus. Heaven opened. Holy Spirit came as a dove. It was visible for some. Because when God was speaking from heaven, some were able to hear what he said. And some were just thinking, did it thunder? Is it storm coming? Is it snowing in Derby? Just 
guessing what something's going on, but we're not quite sure what. So they came to Jordan and Elijah said, what you want me to do for you? I want a double portion if you see it. What is the thing that we see? Not just dreaming about, but what is the thing that we see today? It's a personal question. What I'm losing if I die for myself and if I live for him? Is it a good business or is it maybe not? Do I lose my salvation? No, no, I'll keep on being Christian. I'll keep on praying. I'll keep on giving to church and giving for the kingdom and do what I can. But I don't want to die for myself. Friends, when, uh, when we come into a desperate a life position, it's easy. So sometimes God is inviting us in some a desperate moment that we can say like nothing is important only God and I'll go for it but I have to see it when the blind Bartimaeus was crying out have mercy on me Lord have mercy on me everything around him all his friends all his enemies all his circumstances were crying out, shut up, you silly idiot. Shut up, he's, he's busy, you know, he has plenty to do. No time for you. But he was crying out. And when Jesus said, come, the Bible says that uh, uh, Bartimaeus took off his jacket. And on his jacket today, you can see some, it's very common, it's on some jackets are written security. And some are written maybe police or maybe ambulance, whatever. On his jacket was blind man. Everybody should know that he is a blind man. But when Jesus called him, this blind man took off that jacket. Throw it out and he says, I'm getting my miracle now this is my moment we are each one of us we are all called by God but we have to walk to him taking what we need we have to see that he got our miracle and we just go and take it off when the woman with the bleeding issue Decide, I'll just touch the edge of his garment. It was not just, I'll just touch the edge of his garment. For her and for Hebrew culture was, I'll reach out and touch the full potential of the word of God. Because of, at the edge of their garment, in those days, traditionally today also, they were wearing these tassels. Hebrew is tzitzit, which means the all uh, 513 commandments, which literally for them is that your word is a lamp of my feet. Wherever I go, 
the word of God is before me. I'm reminded about the word of God in each and every step I make. So when she said, I'll reach out to that, she was reaching to what the word of God has for her. And when she reached out, she got her miracle. But she saw that the answer is there. She made her way through all the opinions, all you can stay here, you're fine, yes, but eventually this will end, maybe you'll be healed in the future. She wanted desperately today. She got her opportunity. And when Elijah said to Elisha, if you see me, it will be yours. If not, nothing. How bad do I want it? How bad do you want it? For first time, the surveillance cameras came here. Elijah, Elisha put all surveillance cameras on him to watch what will happen to Elijah. He said, I'm not losing this moment. I will see and I will get my miracle. So when that thing happened, when the whirlwind came and Elijah went to heaven, Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes, unzipped, and check it out. I don't need me anymore. Yes, I'm handsome. Yes, I'm extravagant. I don't need me anymore. I'm not impressed of myself, but each and every day I'm impressed with him because he finds a way how to impress me. That's why we all sing. It's not just songs. It's we communicate our hearts to God. Lord, your mercy is new today. Some people didn't make it today. And I'm glad we did. And we did because of his mercies. Not because we are so clever. Not because we deserve it. Today is a gift of God. For each and every one of us. The question is what we are going to do with today. Let us do our best to have a great time. Or let us do our best to make him known. Because we're going to have a great time when we go home for sure. And there, no one needs to know him because everybody will know him. Here, Darby needs to hear from people like me and people like you. So Elisha took off his garment, chucked it out, and went and picked up the new one. The new one maybe is uh, big for him, maybe small, but it's uh, the right amount of anointing that me and you need to do and to walk into the full potential that we have. This is the only way, friends. This is the only way that we can arise and shine. Because we won't shine our uh, academical knowledge. We won't shine our 
physical beauty, we will shine the anointing of God that is upon us. That is something that desperately, not just here, everywhere, people need to see some genuine thing. The humanity is hungry for the real deal. Not just for empty philosophies. Do this, do that, it's going to be this. Empty promises from politicians, from, from, from everywhere in our daily living. We need God in big and small things. And the anointing is just there. The power is just there. When I'm free from myself, free from myself and clothed in him. And then Elisha stood and he said, in Jesus' name, and things start moving. I'm looking for the day when me and you, we're going to stood in any circumstances, we just said, in Jesus' name, I'm moving forward. I walk in my full potential. I will arise and I will shine into the fullness of God has created me to be. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. I was really praying that I'll have a couple of hours, but that wasn't possible. If, <laughs> if I... Uh, if, didn't, uh, if this didn't really went all, if I missed something, Pastor Andy will fix it afterwards. If this went well, I'll be invited again. So I'm looking forward to see you again. Thanks for having us and for listening. God bless you. Right, thank you.